Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to this special series dedicated to Slow Wine held in Bologna in March 2023. During the fair, we conducted several interviews with some very exciting producers. We were able to pull out some of the more interesting elements of Italian wine within the slow wine movement. Tune in each week on Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and I'm here today at Slow Wine in Bologna with Alberto Paltrinieri from Emilia-Romagna. And today we're going to talk about Alberto's Cantina Paltrinieri, where he makes Lambrusco Sorbara. I'm very excited about this because I love Italian Rosati, and Sorbara is the type of Lambrusco that is the pink one. Grasparosa is the dark, dark purple one. So we're going to talk all about Sorbara. So welcome, Alberto. Thank, Thank you. you for coming. When did your cantina start making Sorbara? Well, actually, the cantina, the one who was uh, founded by my grandfather, more or less 100 years ago. So wow. It's a long story. In fact, we have uh, one of our bottles. The name is Radice. Radice means root. The label is an abstract of the map, uh, just to say we live here, oh, not beautiful. from yesterday. No, oh, exactly. Uh, a long history. A long history. What sort of wines, what style of wines are you making at your cantina now with Sorbara? You know, Sorbara normally is a blend uh, mm-hmm. of two grapes mm-hmm. because Sorbara, the flower, the hermaphrodite flower of Sorbara has a problem. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't uh, make a fruit. Exactly. And... Uh, well, uh, the self-pollination is not so easy. So you have uh, a big problem in terms of uh, loss of quantity because you have normal berry with the seed inside and little berry that makes this high level of acidity, yes. but also a loss of quantity. So to have uh, not uh, a big problem for this ag- agronomic uh, uh, sure. reason that became in, in, in the year after the consortium was uh, born, uh, is required to plant. It's not a choice. Right. You have to plant. It's a requirement, or else your vineyard is not going to make any grapes. No, no. And and, and also for the rules, for the denomination, you have to plant two plants of surbara and one of salamine. Yes. In the past, uh, the plants were in the same row, so the blend was directly done. Field blend, we say. Field blend. Exactly. Exactly. Now... The last uh, 30 years, also for the mechanization, other uh, technologies, you have rows of sorbara distinguished by rows of salamine. So you can collect in a separate way. And then this duty, this uh, uh, presence of salamino, uh, is you can have a choice exactly in the wine. So you can have a sorbara with different parts of salamino inside. Minimum is 60% from Sorbara and maximum 
forti forse la meno Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and other stories, and much much more on our website mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. And how are you blending? What's But your blend? we discovered uh, more than 20 years ago that uh, you can uh, have uh, the, the same denomination Lambrusco di Sorbara DOC even if you use uh, only Sorbara grape. Now we are uh, really, really proud to be the first but also to see how this uh, new idea of Sorbara because actually it's a new idea it became in this year a possibility for a lot of several different Absolutely. winery and I'm really happy about this point because This means territory, no? This means to, make, to try to, to, to start uh, a new way that uh, other wineries... Other producers are following. It means that the idea was not uh, so bad. <laughs> no? Of course. Well, you've got a bottle in your hand. Exactly. Let's see. What's it called? This one is Leclisse. What's in this bottle? The, it's a Sorbara, 100%. Uh, tank fermentation, Sharma Method. It's uh, our highest quality, also with radice, that I said before, is our highest quality. It comes normally from that uh, oldest vineyard. And we, we use uh, the free-run juice. Right, okay, free-run juice is very important. Exactly. Very important so no pressing. No pressing, because mm -hmm. we see that, uh, well, we don't do maturation, mm -hmm. so... It's a sorbara, so the color is really... It's the real color. The it's true the color. real color mm -hmm. if you use only free-run juice and if you don't do much of <laughs> Grazie so much, Thank Alberto. You. Thank you Grazie. so much for coming today. Grazie. And you. congratulations with your sorbara. It was lovely to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, ciao.